0: Before we start this podcast, we want to acknowledge the horrific shooting that happened in Pittsburgh at the Synagogue Tree of Life. We are sending our love and condolences to all the families and friends that lost loved ones. Our heart is with the Jewish community after this hateful attack. We are also deeply angered by the anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, and racist rhetoric that creates the context for these heinous acts. We will continue to insist on justice. We are stronger than hate. Welcome to Multiculturalism Happens Here. I am Isaac Relas, and I work with Visions, Inc., a nonprofit established in 1984. We are a catalyst for a more equitable world where differences are valued and used for the benefit of all. Our goal is to address national and local issues through the lens of multiculturalism. Hello, hello, welcome back. For today's episode, we will be introducing a new segment called Liberation, where we ask people what liberation means to them at the four levels, personal, interpersonal, institutional, and cultural. Today we will be hearing from emerging consultant for Visions, Inc., Kiara Andrade, and senior consultant slash co-founder, John Kapitman. Let's see what they have to say about liberation.
1: My name is Kiara Andrade. I'm 25 years old, and I'm from Boston, born and raised. I identify as Black and a woman, specifically Cape Verdean, less specifically West African. (laughs) My mom is Cape Verdean. I work as a substitute teacher and a junior consultant with Visions, Inc., and I'm a DJ. What does liberation mean to me? So, thinking about this this answer on a cultural and institutional level. When I was in college, I took this class and it really changed my life. And it was called Prophets of Race. And so it talked in depth about capitalism's entanglement with slavery in the U.S., colonization, of course, of Native communities, Indigenous Americans, people who are Indigenous to this land. So it was the first time that I learned about the way race and class in history intersect specifically in the U.S. So this professor, he was the first person that ever brought the idea to me that like food, housing and education should be free or any necessity should be free. And so to answer the question, what is liberation? I think liberation is free and easy access to food, shelter, education, And I'd add, you know, access to information about you. Whether that's your culture or, or the city you're from or your lineage, I think that matters. That's specific to, like, the cultural level because in this country there's this strong emphasis on work and you're only as valuable as productive you are, if that makes sense. So however much you can put out and produce and make and work that's how people base your value and that's complicated I think especially for black people in this country because of the legacy of slavery and how black bodies were used for labor as well as consumption and so I feel like oftentimes as a black person I feel more pressured to making something of myself or being like successful and usually these terms of success have to do with you know, how much I'm working and how much money I'm making and like what I'm producing for my family or what difference I'm making in our history. And while that matters, I don't think it matters the most. And I feel like everybody would have a chance to thrive in a real way or at least be clear on what is stopping them from thriving if they didn't have to worry about housing, shelter and education. There are things in my family where so like I was raised in a low-income family and so money was not something that was available to us in a real way and it and I never felt that until I went to college if housing and shelter and food were not worries for my family I think that a lot of healing could take place if they weren't worries currently for some of my family members a lot of healing could take place that's the first step in liberation and that's a cultural level because I was speaking to like the culture of work 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 and this country it's also on the institutional level as well because that is feasible that's possible it is possible to provide food shelter and housing and a lot of people don't think it is maybe expressing it as a possible reality is part of changing that but also that's not i don't think that's something that you need to be doing something in order to have i don't think that you should have to be like hardworking and strong and kind and have all these great qualities in order to have access to those things. I think every person, every living thing deserves to have access to what is going to provide like their life force with sustenance. You're not going to water your plant based on whether they've been well behaved or not, you know. And so like not having that same idea around like, oh, whoa, well, you don't work hard or, you know, like these people, they're on Social Security and they're on this and they're on that. And I've been saying this for a while that like if we clocked, if we like policed wealthy people's finances and, and life practices um, in the way that we do poor people's, that there wouldn't be such a deficit or like we wouldn't be in so much debt. Yeah, I think it's about like respecting people's privacy and making sure that they have what they need to get to the next day. I think liberation is a lot of things, but culturally and institutionally, I think that that's what the first line of liberation would be, in my opinion. On an interpersonal level, me today right now, liberation is being able to just say, I don't want to talk right now. Sometimes that's really hard for me to do. I'm like super sensitive and afraid of I'm sensitive to other people and like not wanting them to feel unheard. And I believe as a result of me feeling unheard often, liberation is being able interpersonally is being able to take care of myself and make the person that I'm engaging with aware of that and respecting that mutually. So if they need to leave a conversation like being okay with that cuz I, I I like I said I'm sensitive and so I'll be afraid that like Someone's like, "Oh, like I, I don't really want to talk about this anymore." Something I'm like, "Oh my god, did I rub you the wrong way? Like, what did I say?" And then becoming super self-critical. So I think liberation on the interpersonal level is just definitely being safe in your needs and like honoring your needs, and that's for me. And liberation on the personal level is positive self-talk. I I work with children, like a substitute teacher now, and I worked as like a teacher's assistant last year, and I remember this. One of the, the second grader, she's like, "Yeah, you have to." In her writing, like I have them write a prompt. I don't remember. I have them write like a small essay. I don't remember what the prompt was, but in it, she talks about how she has positive self talk and how it helps her. And I was like, "Wow!" Like. People always say like, you know, you can be your worst critic and like to be aware of the what you say to yourself and things like that. And so she gave me the words for it, positive self-talk. And so liberation on a personal level for me is positive self-talk because there are a lot of like negative attitudes and opinions and beliefs that I have about myself and others, honestly, that I have to keep challenging and also being clear on like what the truth is and like what I've been like vision says like what I caught like what I've kind of just been conditioned to think or I've I've seen and so have maybe as a child or at any point in my life subconsciously adopted and so just being be noticing my thoughts and then being kind to myself even when you know I'm not happy with what I'm thinking or I know that that is something I need to work on
2: John Kappenman, I'm a 63-year-old white man, Jewish heritage. I think of liberation as at the sort of personal and interpersonal level, as being around accepting oneself totally, all, all of who one is, and also being in relationships with other people, where the, that kind of radical acceptance is, is primary. I think it's a little bit harder to talk about liberation at the, at the systemic and the cultural level. I, I really love the concepts of, of justice in, in this context. For example, in the environmental movement and, and other movements for, for justice, we talk about both distributive and procedural justice. Distributive justice meaning a fair outcome, and procedural justice meaning a fair process, so that people get a fair Share of the benefits and the costs of living in a given society, and that they also make decisions about those benefits and costs in a in a way that includes and respects all parties. I guess that that legalistic uh, abstract view of justice at the at the uh, systemic and cultural level is inadequate. It it doesn't uh, it doesn't take in the idea of people actually respecting and appreciating each other. And so I think that liberation is about a society that is built out of respect for each individual and also respect for each group, each history, each culture, each shared experience.
0: Thank you for joining us. This has been Multiculturalism Happens Here. If you found this helpful, resourceful give us a like subscribe share or positive review consider giving to visions link down below or joining us for one of our workshops trainings or youth summits interested in having us come to you contact us for more info keep rocking the free world stay you and be different much love family